Uh, next Sunday, is a Sunday we're going to be at the pond, right? Remember, we're going to be at the pond next Sunday. Uh, we're going to have a, a special service. Uh, it's it's going to be a Kansas baptism. Amen. So I really want to encourage each one of us to be there with them. Uh, and we have a guest speaker, which is Trenton. Amen. He's been preparing all year long for this, <laughs> for this next September, uh, next week. Amen. So uh, be praying for him as well. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's have a responsive reading. Do you know what that is? Yes, you know. Amen. Go to Psalm 72. So I give you a few seconds if you, if you want to. I have 20 minutes and I plan to finish my sermon in 20 minutes. So let's pray for that as well. Amen. Psalm 72. And we're going to read until uh, up to verse 14. And we're going to read from this new international version. That is the version we have or most of us have. Amen. So how does the responsive uh, reading goes? Who starts? I, I, I do. Amen. Ready? Open your app, open your cell phone, your tablet, or if you have your Bible with you, we're going to read from verse 1 through verse 14. And thou the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. The mountains will bring prosperity to the people, the hills, the fruit of righteousness. He will defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. He will crush the oppressor. Hallelujah. He will endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon, through all generations. In his days, the righteous will flourish. That's you. Prosperity will abound till the moon is no more. Hallelujah. He will rule from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. The desert tribes will bow before him and his enemies will lick the dust. That's cancer and oppression and all of that. Go. Sorry. All kings will bow down to him, and all nations will serve him. For he will deliver the needy who cry out, the afflicted who have no one to help. He will take pity on the weak and the needy, and save the needy from death. He will rescue them from oppression and violence, for precious is their blood in his sight. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me read Isaiah 43 for you. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. 
For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba for, for in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, folks, this is, this is about you. And because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you and people in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, Palestine Christian, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who is created by, for my glory, whom I formed and made. Tell to your neighbor, he's talking about me. He's talking about you. This is what the word says about you. Let me read one last verse, and then we're going to... We're going to start. Psalm 107. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 107, verses 1 and 2, reads like this. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this. Those, who, those He redeemed from the hand of the foe, those He gathered from the lands, from from east and west, from north and south. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, he's talking about you. Hallelujah. As, long, I, I, as, as I was worshiping God and, and I was, uh, you know, just meditating in his word, this, this, this word came coming back to my heart. And this is the word redeemed. Redeemed. And I went to look for it and there's, a lot of references to that. But the fact is that you and I, we have been redeemed by the Lord. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I am redeemed. I want to hear you say it. Yes. Once again, I am redeemed. You are redeemed. You are a redeemed of the Lord. What is the meaning of that? Is it true? Is it true that we are redeemed? What, is, what, is, what does that mean? What are the implications of our redemption? Have you, have, you, have, you, have, you, have you thought about that? What are the implications of the fact, the reality, the truth that you and I, we have been redeemed? What is the meaning of that? Is it just a wishful thinking? Or does it have legal connotations? Does it have legal consequences? Yes, it does. Yes. Tell your neighbor, you have been redeemed. You have been redeemed. Okay. Do, do you guys have breakfast this morning? <laughs> Amen. We need some bacon here. Like, that's why the bacon, see? That's why the bacon. <laughs> okay. So listen. What is the concept of redemption in the Bible? It comes from a redemption, lutron in Greek. It's a, pray, it's a price that was paid for captives. To do what? What was the purpose? The purpose was to liberate, to deliver, to ransom. 
And I know a lot of us are familiar with these concepts. But I want to bring this back to you. I want to remind us all that we have been redeemed. Okay? So the concept of redemption, as Paul presented, is the fact, the truth, the reality that we were captives once. But we are not anymore. So what brought captivity unto men? Have you, have you wondered? What brought the captivity into the human race? You know what? It was Adam's sin. Adam betrayed God. And Adam broke the covenant God has made with men. So the consequence of that was that God turned his back on Adam. It, it, what took place there was a separation from man and God. And when God is not present, all kinds of darkness take place. When, listen up, listen up to what I'm saying. This is important, and I trust in God. It's going to help us this morning. It's going to help us. When God is not present, sin takes over. When God is not, is not present, then the other kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, takes over. Because the only, if I can say this, the only thing the only being that can prevent the kingdom of darkness to reach out to us is the kingdom of light. Is God's presence? Is God's anointing? Is God's protection? Are God's promises? Amen. You and I enjoy life because God is with us. There's 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 complete nations on, over the face of the earth that doesn't have God. And you see all kinds of calamities, all kinds of destruction, all kinds of, uh, of, of plagues taking place. Why? Because that the God of that land is not the God of Jacob, it's not the God of Israel, it's not our God. Amen. So when God is not present, darkness takes over. Adam sinned, Adam broke a covenant with God. Adam was our representative. He was our intercessor. He was the mediator between man, human race, and God was Adam. But when he betrayed God, he broke the covenant, and the penalty for that was that de I'm, I'm sorry, blood needed to be shed in order to what? To pay for that uh, mistake, if I can use that word. It's going to help you. I'm telling you right now. Thank you, Lord. So why are we, what are you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about redemption. But before I go further, tell your neighbor, you are redeemed. I want to hear you. Oh, I wish we were in the military. I wish, I wish we were in the military. And when those soldiers, they, you know, they just form, I guess. And they, I remember, I was one year in the military school in Honduras because I was, I was a troubled teenager. That's all I'm going to say about it. 
And my dad thought it was going to be a good idea to send me to military school. And, but I lasted one year, praise God, one year. <laughs> Amen. So when they, I remember when we were in formation and they will, we, 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 we will plead something. And you can, you can hear those voices, men voices. That's, oh, I'm a, I'm, I can't wait for our men's ministry, our, our, our men's meeting, I'm sorry. Because I remember when we, these soldiers there, we will uh, repeat the, the, the pledges. You, you hear the sound, ooh, ooh, ooh. man, it scares anybody. I think the Church of Christ, we need to get information and start screaming who we are in Christ. You know, we are the redeemed of the Lord at one voice, with one voice. Amen. And that, I'm telling you, everything will tremble when we come into the unity of the church, the unity of the church, the unity of the body of Christ, without distinctions of uh, denominations and distinctions of beliefs, that the, the, the tongues, that the prophecies that are there for, tonight, for today, are, are, they, are, are they done with it? When we get to that point of unity, listen up, America, that's what we need in America. We need the unity. Hey, hey. Yes, the president, the president. No, 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 no. You know how we're going to solve this problem? We're going to solve it when we, the church, come together with one voice, in one accord. Amen? To, to declare the, the great works of the Lord and to proclaim who we are in Christ. We are the redeemed of the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, my, my version says. I am a redeemer of the Lord. When trouble comes my way, you know what I say to trouble? Hey, I am redeemed of the Lord. When my body doesn't want to feel well, you know what I tell my body? Body, we, are, we have been redeemed of the Lord. Amen? And everything has to come into alignment. Because the redemption in Christ has consequences, legal consequences. For us, for us, for you and me, for your children, for your children, children. Amen. Are you excited like I am? I'm excited. I'm telling you right now. I'm excited because we have been redeemed. So Adam broke covenant and there was a penalty for that. It was a penalty. And the penalty, as you know, was... That blood needed to be shed. Leviticus 26. I think I have it here, but as you look for it. Leviticus 26. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. Hurry up, hurry up, Alan. Hurry up, hurry up. Leviticus 26. Uh, all right, I got it. I saw it. 26, 26, 26. Verses, verses 25 and 26. It reads like, like this. Sorry. But, uh, it, it reads, uh, If one in, of your countrymen becomes poor and sells some of his property, his, da, 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 da. if, however, a man has no one to redeem it from him, but he himself prosper and, uh, and acquires sufficient, sufficient means to redeem him. He's determined. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading 25. Sorry about that. I just want to 
25, 20, Leviticus 26, verses 25 and 26. It says, uh, And I will bring the sword upon you to avenge the breaking of the covenant. When you withdraw into your cities, I will send a plague among you, and I will be given into enemy hands, and you will be given into enemy hands. When I cut off your supply of bread, then women will be able to bake your bread in one oven. This is scarcity. And they will be doled out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. That was like a curse placed on men when the men broke covenant. Okay? So what was needed for, the, for, to, for this to be amended? Is that a word? Amended. What was needed? It was needed the sacrifice of a man. Because the life of nature, the life of livestock, the life of humans is in the blood. Is in the blood. The life is in the blood. That's why when the Lord commanded people, He commanded Noah, He says, Noah, before the flood, you could eat anything, plants. But now, after the flood, you can eat any, everything. But the life is in the blood. So you make sure that there's no blood when you're eating. If you're going to eat the animals, okay? So, it, a life needed to be sacrificed. And you know this. A life needed to be sacrificed. Isaiah 59. There was no one able to do, to perform. Isaiah 59. I think I have it. I'm not going to read it because of time. Isaiah 59 verses 15 and 16 says, The Lord looked and, he, and was displeased that there was no justice. He saw that there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. Another version says there was no one to intercede. So his own arm achieved salvation for us. And his, and his, his own righteousness sustained him. Amen? No one else was able to save us, brothers and sisters. And, and I get in trouble for saying the things that I say sometimes, but you know, you know how it is, right? Amen? No... Mahoma, no Hinduism, I'm sorry, no, no, hey, hey, no, this one I won't say, but hey, no, there's no other name given to us in which we can be saved, but one name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only one, and it's because of his sacrifice that God's penalty was fulfilled. That God's wrath was satisfied. Is God still angry? No. Hey, listen to me. Is God still angry? No. Why? Because His wrath, which is His, faith, his faithful judgment, has been satisfied with the blood of one man. Who is He? Come on, say it out loud. Jesus Christ. Father, if you made, will you pass this cup from me? 
That cup was a representation of the wrath of God. That's why when you get married, you exchange cups. Right? Because that's the symbolism that I'm taking what is for you and you are going to take what is for me. That's a good marriage subject right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, marriage nowadays is, uh, is how I feel. Hey, what, what about me? He doesn't make me feel. But marriage was never about it. It's about what can I do for you? I'm going to do for you and you're going to do for me. But that's for marriage mar meeting, okay? Praise God. So, the blood of Jesus was shed so you and I, and with his blood, I'm sorry, we were ransomed. We were redeemed. Tell your neighbor, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Come on, say it out loud. Like you're excited. Hallelujah. Yes, we are redeemed. Amen. We are the redeemed of the Lord. So, there's no, there's no enmity anymore. Because you have been redeemed. This is very important. Because you have been redeemed and I have been redeemed. There's no enmity between God and us. There's no hostility. God is not host hostile anymore towards us. Colossians 3. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You are the redeemed of the Lord. You are the redeemed of the Lord. While you find Colossians 1, let me read from you Romans 3.24. Okay, and Romans 3.24 reads like this. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Christ as a, as a sacrifice of atonement, through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. So because you have been redeemed, there has been, listen, 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 because you have been redeemed, there, there has been pardon of sins. Write that down. That's very important. I knew that, Alan. Write it down. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you knew it. Write it down. There has been pardon of sins because we have been redeemed. Is there any redeemed here? Hey, your sins have been pardoned. Colossians 1.13 And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the sons he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. You know what else comes with the forgiveness of sins? The effect of sin is no more. Excuse me. You declare me innocent. Do I have to pay? If, let me ask you something. If you have been declared innocent from a charge, will you have to pay? No. Come on. No. If you have been declared innocent, if you have been declared non-guilty, you wouldn't have to go spend a year in the prison or the county jail. 
Why would you? Come on, say it. Yes, we are redeemed. You know what were, what were the, the, the wages of sin? Death. death. And death is not only dying, it's the misery that comes with it. It's the sickness, it's the poverty, it's the trouble, it's the absence of peace, it's the absence of joy, it's the lack of hope, it's the anxiety, it's the depression. Those are the wages of sin, among many others. But why will you have to pay for those if you have been declared not guilty? Now, now when this gets, gets excited, exciting, because we have been deceived. The church, in many instances, has been deceived that we have to bear these conditions. Yes, in the world you will find tribulations, but, come on, help me up. Yes, yes, he is the overcomer. For us, of course, for us. If you read Deuteronomy 28, folks, read Deuteronomy 28. There are the blessings. There's a list of the blessings, but is there's a list of the curses as well. And you know, listen, just the first, listen to this carefully. Just the first two verses in Deuteronomy 28 reads like this. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commandments I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth. And all these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you what? If you what? If you obey the Lord your God. If you obey the commandments of the Lord, let me ask you something. Have you been obeying all the commandments of the Lord? No. I will be the first to raise my hand. But listen, I got news for you. 1 John 3, verses 21 through 23. 1 John 3, verses 21 from 23. Dear friends... If our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from Him anything we ask because we, kept, we keep His commands and do what pleases Him. And this is His command. When Jesus was asked, Lord, what, what, what is the law? Can you tell us the commandments? And Jesus summoned them in only two. Remember where, where, Remember those? Let me read it to you if you don't remember. And this is his command. And Deuteronomy 28 says, If you hearken to the voice of the Lord to obey all his commandments, then all these blessings shall follow you. So what are all his commandments? Are only two, folks. Only two. Man, this is easy. Only two commandments. And when I fulfill these two commandments, I fulfill the whole law. And this is his command. Hallelujah. To believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. How many of you here believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ? <laughs> hey, you got, you got 70% already. 
You passed the class already. How many, how, what do I need to pass? 65 to get an A or B or C? No? Okay. That will be cheating then. It will be a sin. Okay. Well, in Honduras, you could pass with 65. No wonder we, we have some issues. Okay. Okay. No wonder. Okay. Just saying. But I was a straight A student. I'm, not all the time. I'm... Listen, 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 listen. Sorry, 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 Lord. Sorry, Lord. Yes, he's saying, Alan, Alan, Alan. He's saying that. He says, and this is his command, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus, and to love one another as he commanded us. No one who keeps God's commands lives in him, and he in them. Sorry. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them and this is how we know that he lives in us we know it by the spirit he gave us so if you hearken the voice of the lord to follow all his commands then these blessings shall follow you amen hey the blessings of the lord are searching for you did you know that the blessings of God are looking for you. If you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have, you have hearkened to the voice of the Lord. Amen. You have been delivered from God, from, from all the, 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 the wrongdoings, the curses. So if we have redemption, we have the forgiveness of sins, the pardon of our sins. Our sin has been pardoned. If we have redemption, then we have been uh, taken away from the penalties of the sin. Meaning that if there's a penalty of sin in my life, uh, it's illegal. It's illegal. It shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be there. Romans 8.1 says, Therefore there is no condemnation for us who are in Christ. Amen. Are you receiving something this morning? There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation for you who are in Christ. Why? Because you have hearkened to the voice of the Lord and obey His command. And what is His command? To believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ. If you have believed in Christ, you have been redeemed, folk. If you have believed in Christ, you have been redeemed. Your sins have been pardoned. And the effects of the sin have gone away. Nobody's chasing you. Legally. Nobody can legally. Amen? So what else do I have, Alan? Because you have been redeemed, you came close to God. He walks with you. <coughs> Hebrews 4, I'm just going to mention for the time. Listen, because you have been redeemed, all the curses have been, have been taken away. Galatians 3.13 Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. I grew up in a very legalistic church. And everything was consequence of sin. Oh man, and I grew up with a sin consciousness. Everything was sin. If something wrong happened in my life, I was wondering, what am I doing wrong? What door do I have open? Am I sinning in certain areas of my life? Because the only reason this 
this misfortune came is because probably I have seen in certain areas of my life. In my whole days when like looking for where my sins were. But I was a lie. How many of you live like that? How many of us lived like that? When I realize that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, that He fulfilled my justice, boy, that was freedom. That was freedom to me. That was freedom to me. Because then I wasn't afraid. I wasn't fearful of making mistakes, knowing that there's pardon once and for all. And the effects of pardon also. There's no trace for your sins. Listen, 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 friends. There's no trace for your sins. Your sins and mine has been blotted away. Is that a word? Yes, they have been. Hallelujah. So because you have redemption, with redemption, what else came? What else came with redemption? You know what else came? Not only pardon of sins, not only the effects of sins, not only the fulfillment of the law with redemption. You know what else came? Adoption. Romans 8, because of time. Write it down. Romans 8. We now, you and I, we are His. Oh my God, this time, this, there's something wrong with this clock. I mean, I, anyways. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You've been, you, you have been adopted. Is there any father here? Do you have anyone who have a children? Like their own, a parent? Is there any parent? There, there are many. How do you feel about your kids? Oh, they make, they, when they do something wrong, you, make, you might get angry for a little while, but after, when they come, when they truly repent and come humbly before you, oh man, you melt. Yes or no? And when your kids behave, you're looking for, how can I please my kid? This kid's been so good. He's been so obedient. I might, I might go through uh, whatever you go and buy something for them. I want a surprise. Father, mother, have you ever felt like you want to give a, your kid a surprise because you love them? You know why you do that? Because you love them. You love them. There's no charge against your kid. Amen. So because of that, that's the way Father God feels about you. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And last, we have, we, because with redemption came inheritance, now we are heirs with Christ, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, Romans 8, 16. You know what else came? Position, position, position. Ephesians 2, 6 says that we are seated Seated with Christ. If you receive Christ, there's nothing else you have to do. Oh, this makes me excited. There's nothing else you have to do. If you have received Christ, you are seated with Christ. You know, the kings, when they are seated, it's a message. It's, everything's done, I'm going to sit. Amen. And with redemption, what else came? Life and life more abundant. So let me tell you something. If you're not enjoying, if we are not enjoying these kinds of promises, you must remind yourself that you have been redeemed. You're not going to be 
You are the redeemed of the Lord. And you must, listen, 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 enforce that truth. That you have been redeemed. You are the redeemed of the Lord. If you only, if we only knew who we are. I remember, and I close with this. There's something wrong with that clock. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went to, uh, I went to uh, New York City. This was like probably, probably 20 years ago. And in New York City, there's a Jewish, there's a different neighborhood with you know, different ethnicities and everybody gathers in the place. And for some reason, we walked through the the Jewish, Jewish neighborhood. And I, I tell Millie all the time, because I never forget this, those kids will walk with their heads up high. Man, I never seen somebody being so sh sure of who they were. I say, look at these kids. You know why they think like that? Because they know who they are in God's eyes. They know, that's a lot, you know, we, we, must, we must know who we are in Christ. And you know what? We have a better covenant with better promises. Don't never forget. Let's never forget who we are in Christ. You know who you are? You are the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. You are the redeemed of the Lord. When kids are going south, hey, hey, I am the redeemed of the Lord. To whom I'm going to say that? To the heavenlies. To the air. To nature. To my neighbor. I am the redeemed of the Lord. You are the redeemed of the Lord. Don't look at me like that. Come on. You are the redeemed of the Lord. You know what is your destiny. Let me tell you right now. Your destiny, you know what it is. Is success. I'm sorry. If you don't like it, give it to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know what's your, your destiny and mine is success. Is rest. Is peace. Is prosperity. Is healing. Is length of days. Why? Because we have been the redeemed. We are the redeemed of the Lord and there's no charges against us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm closing because of time. Maybe we need to change the batteries to this. They're going too fast. Lord, we praise you today, Lord. And Father, we are grateful today. If nothing, we're grateful, Father, that we have been redeemed, Lord. Hallelujah. That because of Jesus Christ, Lord, and in Jesus Christ, and by believing in the name of Jesus Christ, we have fulfilled most of the law. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help us to love our neighbor like we love ourselves, Holy Spirit. And Father, thank you for your blessings, Lord. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for buying us back. Thank you for delivering us. Thank you for ransoming us, Lord, in our marriages, in our children, in our jobs, in our businesses, in our projects, Lord. 
We lay them before you, Lord, knowing that we have been redeemed and we are the redeemed of the Lord. Thank you, Father, Holy Spirit, I pray healing among this body. In the name of Jesus, Lord, that is our legal right, Father. Healing, Father, in our bodies. In the name of Jesus, peace, joy, prosperity, favor, protection. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for filling us with wisdom. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hey, is there...